Okay. So, this is the Anchor Podcast. Beautiful, isn't it? Very simple. So, a lot of people are talking about Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And people are going, oh, is Russia going to invade Ukraine? Russia's going to invade Ukraine. <gasps> Russia's invading Ukraine. Russia's going to invade Ukraine. And they're amassing 100,000 troops on the border. 100,000, you think that's enough? Considering, I think, Russia's population is 140 million. Ukraine is a bit, about 60 million, so about half. Uh, even though Russia has nukes, I think the Ukraine could be a good match for Russia. You know, this is not what the Russians did to Poland, you know. German, Russia, double adapter. You go one way, we go the other way. The Poles will go, oh, we're going back to the wall. The Russians are not going to invade us, so we'll do a counterattack against the Germans. And the Russians are going, oh, no, 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 you're not going to do that. We're going to, we're going to shaft you. Even though we're all Slavs, no, we're commies and you're not. Ha, 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 ha. So... What is Australia's perspective on the tension between Ukraine and Russia? It's been going on for eight years since the former president, I know, blah, 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 whatever his name is, got ousted in a popular coup. A lot of people were saying, oh, that was CIA, FBI instigated Mr. Bean uprising, you know, to get rid of, uh, you know, President, he was very popular with Russia. Yeah. But, uh, you know, those type of uprisings are popular. You know, you've got the Czech Velvet Revolution. You've got the, uh, when the Americans went in, the Iraqis were actually quite jubilant at the start. But then it, it just went downhill. Because the Americans didn't. Uh, didn't take control c- properly, correctly. So I went downhill then. So a lot of people actually toppled. They were happy when the Saddam Hussein's statues got toppled, uh, but now they're not. Okay, more peaceful revolutions. Oh, yeah, you've got the Polish peaceful revolution that happened. You know? So, just got a little bit of a sore. And, you know, you got, they try and have peaceful revolutions in Thailand, protests, but generally, the military gets involved. And the military pretty much cracks down and, uh, on the uprisings. Uh, and then you got, you know, and it happened in East Germany. And basically it happened because, you know, the peaceful protest because the military said no we're not getting involved when the military gets involved as we've seen in Burma that's when the problem happens because you know they just crack down on the protests and they kill lots of people like they did in Burma have a look at Burma Burma's turned into a civil war the people are going nah this is the last time you're going to crack down and kill lots of protesters uh we're just gonna kill you and try and overthrow you oh beautiful this is lemonade.
Because uh, after 12 o'clock, oh, I don't drink coffee. Um, but when it comes to the Ukraine, uh, the Russians were not happy with overthrowing their pro-Russian president. They installed a, a president that was pro-West, and Russia was not happy with that. So, Russia has made some demands, like uh, trying to get NATO to agree never to allow the Ukraine to join NATO. But considering how Russia has treated Ukraine, uh, I reckon there's more reason for them to join. Uh, this is the reason why the other countries in Eastern Europe join NATO. So, like Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, because there is no trust with Russia. And as we've seen with Moldova, we've seen with Georgia, uh, we've seen with Ukraine as well in the past, you know, and also Finland. Finland in 1940, yeah, 1940, the Russians just wanted to go in there and take territory, and that's what they've done in Georgia and Ossetia and, you know, Abkhazia. Now, I reckon all ethnic groups should have independence, but the Russians don't allow their ethnic groups to have independence, but then they demand that other countries do it as well. Uh, so it's a, been pretty much hypocritical. They crushed the Chechen uprising. Uh, but, you know, the self-assertive one, oh, yeah, we'll help them. Yeah, why not? Uh, but how about the North Ossetians? Can they have independence as well? How about the Kalmyks? Can they have independence? How about giving independence to Tanutuva? You know? Hmm. Yeah, no, nah, you're not going to do it. Um, so, to avoid ending up like that, they joined NATO. Because they know the Americans are not going to try and divide up their country, neither the Germans. Germans learnt their lesson with World War II. Uh, they're not really interested in being world aggressors. They'll just use their economy for that. Uh, Paul France, you know, France and the British are pretty arrogant. So, you know, that's why they join NATO, and that's why other countries, I reckon eventually Belarus, when they get rid of their president, eventually they will, uh, they'll probably want to join NATO. Because, you know, even they've had problems with Russia in the past. You know, and Georgia wants to join NATO, Armenia, oh, just so many. Uh, but I think they should kick Turkey out of NATO. Then bomb them. Ah, that was a joke. Anyway, but you could understand. So you know my political fictions. Okay. Ah, so what is Australia stands? Well, Australia doesn't really have much dealings with Russia or the Ukraine. Ah, so we sh and we're pretty far away, so we should be pretty neutral. Uh, we do have a lot of. Oh, a few people, more of Ukrainian background than Russian in Australia. But in this regard, Australia is going to take Ukrainians. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to support Ukraine because the Western countries, Germany, the UK, 
Oh, I don't know about Germany. The UK and all that. United States have backed the Ukraine. And we like to kiss ass. So we're just going to nah, support whatever the United States will the UK does, irrespective of what the population believe. That's just the way our political system is. Uh, the two major parties, Labour and Liberal, uh, that way they will support the United States, United Kingdom, doesn't matter who's in power. Even, oh, I'm not too sure, the Greens will probably be neutral. Uh, I don't know what their stance is on the Russians, uh, but generally the Greens are pro-Palestinian and anti-Israel. Uh, I wouldn't say they're anti-Jewish. That's stupid. They're anti-racism, so they can't be. Um, but, you know, Australia is just going to take the side of the United States and support Ukraine. Now, whether we send anything that they can use in combat, I don't think so. We don't have the resources to do that. Our Air Force is quite small. Our Navy, pretty much, is just there to protect Australia's borders. Uh, so, yeah, so it's probably a bit stretched. Our army is, uh, what is that, 30,000 soldiers? You know? And they're probably struggling to get recruits. Well, when I applied 10 years ago, they were struggling to get recruits. My brother, I think he applied like 15 years ago. And they're also struggling. So they always, always struggle because the uh, majority of people just don't want to serve in the armed forces. And the pay is quite low for... You know, what you need to undertake in the dangers. So Australia is probably not likely to lend support. Uh, I don't think the United States or UK want to directly get involved. So Australia is not going to get directly get involved in Ukraine. So the only thing that the West can do is supply arms. The US is... Uh, Pretty tired you know, from the problem they had in Iraq and from the problem they had in Afghanistan. And there also could be that if Russia did invade, they have to overcome the Ukrainian military. And in 2000, I think it was 2014 when they took Crimea, they were like, oh, we don't want to fight, we don't want to war. Then after that, they had um, the eastern part of Ukraine try and succeed. They try and crush it, but then Russia just rushed in supports. Uh, so it's a stalemate. But the Ukrainians have had a lot of uh, training in the conflict. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Russians uh, invaded, they would have a... Oh, what would they have? A guerrilla warfare? Anyway, they'll set traps. And unless the Ukrainians, you know, fold pretty quickly, if they really wanted to fight for their homeland, like the Afghans did, they just, it doesn't matter who it was, Taliban or whatever, they still continue to fight for their homeland. Uh, and Afghanistan is going to be in a perpetual civil war because 
You know, that's just the way the country's been going for the past 50 years. Uh, the Northern Alliance will be back. But anyway, we're getting a bit off track. The Ukrainians will probably put up a guerrilla warfare, even though the Russians might have cities. So we'll just need to see what that, how that plays out. Uh, because, you know, Ukrainian military is probably a match for the Russians. The Russians probably could overcome him uh, eventually. But, you know, it's going to take a lot of resources. And even if they did, they probably couldn't pose a problem to anyone else for quite a while. Anyway, that is what I think uh, is going to happen in Ukraine and Australia's role in it. I don't think we're going to have much of a role at all. Anyway, let me know what you think down below. And have an awesome time. Thank you. So that's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoy my perspective on life. And let me know if you can about my new podcast and what topics I could talk about in the future. Thank you and goodbye.